0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Lucy's Week in Ambridge. We began the week in a hedge with Kirsty. It wasn't as much fun as it sounds, really, as she was looking for sedge warblers or warbling sedges or whatever it was. This was the first time we'd heard Kirsty in these monologues, and I had my ear pressed to the wireless, hoping to hear her say, well, thank God I figured out what a tosspot Philip was and what a good job he's now banged up for 20 years. And I'm now rogering the daylights out of Patrick, the nature warden, who sounds like a much better bet as he's not a psychopathic slave master or a sausage-obsessed man-child. Phew, I'm glad that phase is over. Yes. I know it's unlikely they're going to tie up everything so neatly, especially in these unprecedented times, but I am not sure I can bear to hear her scream again. However, things unfortunately seem to be trotting on as usual with the horses. Philip keeps roaring off to visit the workshop, allegedly, which is in reality, presumably trips to feed spaghetti hoops through the letterbox of whatever hellhole he has Kenzie et al. cooped up in. Then we whizzed over to Brookfield where it was like some mothers do have them, with bees swarming, a man being terrible at cooking again. Ooh, ha, 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 how hilarious. And someone making a YouTube film. That someone was Josh, who was making an advisory film about how not to get ripped off when buying used farm machinery. Physician, heal thyself. Make sure the farm machinery you are buying has not recently been used to Ram raid a Post Office. Check for books of 12 first class in the footwell. Then we looked in on Ben who was dunking his gloves. Not a euphemism. It's to do with hive hygiene and he had temporarily lost his smoker. Carol Toboggan might be able to help you out with that, Ben. He described himself as a pudding junkie and I can't help but think those two things might be connected. Over at Brookfield, David has been doing some think. David had thunk that if you are going to have to keep two metres apart and you've only got one loo and no outside area other than a cow-pat filled yard, maybe you should stop offering to hold people's parties for them. Especially when you are a total novice in the event field, have absolutely no idea what you're doing, don't even like parties yourself and never go to any. Krusty seemed vaguely upset about it, but Krusty, if ever anyone needed their wedding to be put on indefinite hold, it's you, babe. The effect of the overwork and stress have clearly got to Chloe the junior doctor as she started messaging Ben. As a result, he got a bit giddy when he was pissing about with his smoker and the bees saw he wasn't paying attention, nudged each other, giggled and swarmed when he wasn't looking. It's quite difficult for bees to sneak off, I'd have thought, but Ben's not very alert. That's him for coronavirus then. Then there was some Barbara Windsor-style hilarity with Tracy in a bikini screaming. The bees had swarmed up her thong and got busy. I know they say local honey is good for you, but I'm not eating that. Back at the cottage of Doom... Krusty was having a virtual hen night. It sounded appalling. Pat was wandering around her kitchen with a wok on her head and the vacuum hose attached to her nose. I wasn't really sure why. Maybe that's just what they do on a Wednesday at Bridge Farm. wouldn't surprise me. Roy was dancing about. Alice organised a cocktail-making session slash drinking game, which was basically, You have a drink every time I have a drink. Then I have a drink every time you have a drink we're all drunk she probably didn't even realize she was on zoom actually she thought she was talking to the washing machine window then to add insult to injury the evening culminated in crusty prank calling kenzie as if the poor sod didn't have enough to put up with he's lying there with a shattered pelvis being treated with the occasional sachet of cowpole when philip remembers and then crusty rings him giggling and asks to speak to someone called mr huge erection anyway at least that means that he might now have crusty's number or know that such a thing as a crusty exists? That might be the beginnings of a plot? Maybe? Please, God? Over on Radio Gobshite, Susan Carter was banging on and proving why people are deserting local radio in their droves. She had thought of various straplines, including voice from the village or say it to Susan. I'd have suggested crap with a Carter or sticking your oar in with Susan. She says secret to her radio success is endurance. Well, she's certainly asking it of her listeners. A bigger load of shite I have yet to hear. And I used to work on Radio Northampton. The best bit was when Mary from Penny Hassett rang and asked for Val Dunican. And we got to hear a bit of Paddy McGinty's Goat. That brightened the whole omnibus for me and stopped me as I was poised on the window ledge. It comes to something when your Sunday morning can be saved by an invisible goat sung about by an elderly man in a Pringle jumper. But then these are unprecedented times. When are they going to end? The end. Planning for your next trip?